another week. Another dirty talking, talking Whoa. dirty. Whoa, you're all backwards in it, boy. Yeah, it's opposite day. What? So when you say it's opposite day, does that in turn mean that it's not opposite day? I thought opposite days could only be Tuesdays. I don't know. Anyways, this week for you, NFL, we got the offseason blue. A little, little bit of like uh, discussion topics here for the NFL. Um, but the big part's the NBA. Uh, we got the uh, NBA Cup. And uh, LeBron, he's not fucking leaving. He's, he's not, not going leaving. anywhere. He's not fucking leaving. Um, yeah, surprise, surprise. Then over uh, top fives, we have, we're at week five in top fives, and we got top five excuses for work, events, whatever you know, whatever you want to call it. Then we take it over pop culture. We got a few new trailers on movies and the new episode of Secret Invasion, wrapping it all up with your jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? Ken's Brothers Painting, 412-784-1577. Thank you for being our presenting sponsor. Once again, 412-784-1577. Call them today if you need a paint job. With that being said, let's get into it. Yeah. All right. Before we get into it, Ryan, how how is it going? Dude, uh, I mean, same as every week. Yeah. Promise for the both of us. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, I was talking to you a little bit about this before, but I'm I'm officially going to be unemployed in about two business days. Full time job, baby. Full time talking dirty employee. Yeah. Um, Full time. <laughs> Yeah, my company sold, so I'm just like looking for a job. It's gonna be a fucking pain in the ass. I got I got a few things coming though, so hopefully they pan out. But. Do you want to hire a guy? Yeah, so if you want to hire a guy, you know I'll do HR as long as you let me. You know, just be a scumbag. Well, <laughs> don't drug test him. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> He'll gladly work for you. Just don't drug test him. <laughs> yeah, just don't do that, and we'll be good. Um, but yeah, you know, so it's just gonna be an interesting week. I'm probably just gonna. I'll probably take a couple of days where I'll just be a complete shithead. Yeah. Sleep until like noon, just do nothing. But then I'll like be like, all right, Steven, try to time to get like serious about shit. Who's Steven? That's my real name. What? Yeah, yeah. I thought you got the real name was Guy. No, no, it's not. But uh do people know, like they'll be like, Oh yeah, Steven. I'll be like, Oh, you listened to episode two oh one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anyone who calls you Steve, it's yeah. not because they knew you before. It's because they listen to the Yeah, but all right, um, all right. I have oh, a, a little thing. What? Okay, what do you got? What do you got? Um, I, so I was driving here. Mm-hmm. I saw a restaurant that, and I feel like I do this a lot. I feel like everyone does this a lot. I feel this is very relatable. It's a restaurant you go to, you love it. Yeah, and then you're like, dude, this place is awesome. But then you just never go back. And then you drive by it one day and you realize it's closed and you get really sad. Why yeah, did you go back? That's fair. That sucks, isn't it? Yeah, that was Steak and Shake for me. Damn. You remember Steak and Shake? Yeah. Dude, that was my... Because sh- there was like one on 51 and that was like a freaking spot for us in high school. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah, dude, we'll go to Steak and Shake and then we'll do some hood rat shit. And yeah. then I was like driving over that way because uh, that place I got my haircut at is over there. 
and uh, Jerry's place, Busco Cuts. Look them up. Yeah, plug it, plug it. Yeah, yeah, plug. Shameless plug. Um, but yeah, I saw St- Steak and Shake close, and then the wa- one of the waterfronts closed too. Like they're all gone. A waterfront's gone too. I doesn't say that's mm-hmm. the only one I knew of. Mm-hmm. I only went to that place one time. I wish I had gone to it more. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, burst your bubble. Damn. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, there's just a lot of unappreciated restaurants. The one that I'm talking about is on Route McKnight, uh, Ocean Treasures. Oh, okay. I think there's another location somewhere in the city, but like that. I never heard of convenient. it. Yeah, it's like uh, one of those like crawfish broil place, like mm. Cajun style. Like you literally check off a box what you want, and then they make it and then oh, they deliver it in a giant okay. bubble with sauce in it. You huh. shake it up and then pop it and eat it. Huh? It's fucking crazy. It's That's so cool. good. It's just like Cajun food. Okay. Yeah, That's cool. But it's gone. Sucks. Mm-hmm. But I did steal a pen from the waitress there, so a lot of people were claiming I put them out of business. Uh, yeah, they were like, "Dude, who's taking these pens?" Yeah, but it's good because it's literally a treasure from the Ocean Treasures. I, I keep it in my uh, my little binder I have for work stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Dude, these are crazy. Oh, I also have miscellaneous sports. Oh yeah, what do you got? Miscellaneous sports. First, the MLB draft happened. Oh yeah, the first pick. The Who did we get that we're Pirates, gonna trade? First overall. All right, bud. All right, bud. relax. I'm gonna be excited about something before you start saying that <laughs> shit. Um, the Pirates drafted first overall uh, stud pitcher from LSU, Paul Skeens. Skeens. S K E N E S. Skensy, maybe. If I it's Skeens, that's funny as shit. No, I don't think it is. I forgot it's pronounced. But Skeens. <laughs> but he's like a beast pitcher. He LSU yeah. just won the World College Baseball World Series. And uh, he had like the sick-ass mullet and stash during the whole run. And he's our best All right. pitcher. That's a good Every look. pitch is like 100 miles per hour. That's a good look. Um, but yeah, he he got picked first. And then his college, uh, his college not roommate, his teammate, got drafted second and went to the Nats. The Nationals. Um, okay. Yeah. But let's see here. Yeah, dude, he's a beast. Look at him. He has a little mall out the back stash on. Nice. That's a good look. Yeah. It's a good baseball look. I'm going to try to. Reminds me of, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Grizzly Guy. Grizzly Guy. It was, uh, what was his face? Grilly. Oh, Grilly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get his name. Oh, here we go. This was his name. This was definitely up his name. Skeens. That's sick. I like him. Skeens. I like him. And I can't wait until he starts doing amazingly and then we trade him away for prospects. Relax, dude. Relax. 2025. All right. Um... And the second thing, yeah, Mr. Negative Nelly, is the NL won the All-Star game for the first time in nine years. They just had the All-Star game? It was yesterday. Oh, wow. Or two days ago. Huh. What day is it? Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, I, I completely forgot baseball's going on right now. No, it was two days ago. Sorry. Gotcha. Monday was the Home Run Derby. Yeah. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won that. Okay. And uh, Tuesday was the All-Star game. And then play resumes tomorrow. Okay. Friday. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, Mr. Negative Nelly, that's all I got <laughs> for miscellaneous sports. All right. Let's get into the NFL. Off-season blues still, but a little bit more uh, spicier things we can talk about. Um, Ooh, spicy. We'll get, we'll get some easy ones out of the way. 
the New York Jets have officially been announced as the Hard Knocks team for 2023. Yes. This is – I think this is the best option they had. Yeah, I mean, it's the fun one. I mean, you got – of course, you got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. His hippie ass. You mm-hmm. also got the whole, like, Zach Wilson thing going on. Yeah. Make the guys hell. And Sauce, Sauce Gardner is definitely going to be yeah. entertaining. I think, um, I think it's going to be sweet seeing Aaron Rodgers talk to, like, Garrett Wilson and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah, that'll be cool. That'll and be Brees cool. Hall. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like it. Yeah, it'll be cool seeing his comeback, you know, him playing mm-hmm. ba- playing again. Um. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. I hope it doesn't, like, cause any, you know, bad juju for the team. But I'm excited. I'll probably check out some of the episodes. Yeah. Least, yeah. I, I'm, I never watch Hard Knocks. I feel like I should. I, I might watch this just because it's the Jets. But next thing is the uh, Buccaneers announced they're going to be uh, – they're going to be wearing their creamsicle color throwbacks. Week six matchup versus the Lions this year. Um, what are your thoughts on those jerseys? Huh? What are your thoughts on those jerseys? Oh, I love them. I think they're top tier. You don't like them? I don't like them. What, do you see them as orange, though? Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't get fucked up from your colorblindness? I think they look good, dude. I mean, it's I like different colors in the NFL, man. Like, you never see those colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't hate them, I guess. I think the red and the orange work together. And it's Tampa Bay. It's like, you know, a sunny state. Yeah. Oranges, Florida. Mm-hmm. You know. I think it works out. Yeah. Um. And then next up. Ex-Saints running back Mark Ingram will be joining Fox Sports as a college football analyst. I think that's good for him. Yeah. He's a big college guy, so. Good, yeah, good no, definitely. It, it, he's, he, he'll definitely be. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he also kept the door open for an NFL return as well, so. As most people do when they do these things. Yeah, They're like, oh, you know, it's not closed, but yeah, he should be doing this. Though. Yeah, he should be done, though. Um. And then Jaguars sign ex-USFL tight end Josh Peterson to the roster. His father is their head coach, Doug Peterson. Oh. Yeah. How would you like to play for your dad in the NFL? NFL I'd hate. Yeah, I'd hate it too. College I'd like, probably. College would be okay, but NFL would be so much worse. Yeah. Dude, like, you would get – oh, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Well, actually, I guess – I don't know. Austin Rivers always played for Doc, and that's fine. Basketball, I think, is different. Basketball is different. I think football, yeah. I think, is there's more. It's more physical. That like, it's it's an easier like shit talk. And it's also like, who the fuck's Josh Peterson? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he was like an up and coming like, you know, top ten draft pick, like okay, that's one thing. Yeah. But this guy's just, it's it's kind of like the equivalent of when they brought Tim Tebow in. Yeah. <laughs> it was like all right, but we'll see how it pans out for them. Uh, the bigger story, though, the one th- I felt like we have some more discussion points on. J.J. Ass was asked about his decision on not signing with the Steelers in 2021. He stated the biggest part of his decision was that he did not want to mess up things with T.J. Watt's ongoing contract situation. So that was when T.J. Watt was in the contract talks, and he thought going to the Steelers, him taking any type of money would impact his the amount brothers. that his brother could get. Yeah, that makes sense. So you think that's a good guy move, or do you think that's like uh I think it's a good government for your like, brother, but it's also just, like, dude, just take a pay cut. Do you think he asked TJ and then TJ said, dude, don't fuck this up for me? No. No, it's definitely big brother looking out for little brother. Mm-hmm. TJ probably was more like, oh, come on, man, that'd be awesome. And JJ's like, no. Because he, he knows. Fuck, yeah, it's Because he knows. Yeah. He's like the wily vet. He's like, yeah, yeah. dude, don't do it. I'm not going to do it. It's just going to ruin you. 
Yeah, I, I think I think it's more of JJ looking out as an older brother than right. TJ being like, dude, watch your fucking step. And then I guess transition point, uh, the ESPYs were, what, last night? Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a whole standing ovation for DeMar Hamlin. He came out and announced the uh, Pat Tillman. Uh, it's Humanitarian the Pat- Humanitarian Award. Humanitarian Award, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so it's good to see him. He was, like, shaking. He was all in tears. Um so yeah, it's good to see him, and uh, excited to see him come back play again. Maybe it's not humanitarian, or maybe that's Muhammad Ali. It was Pat Tillman something. It's a Pat Tillman award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's all I have for NFL. Um, one thing we're watching NFL career highlights, like all like best, best plays, of all plays time. yeah. There's so many goddamn Saints ones. I feel like this guy has to be a Saints fan. The Saints, you fan, think? Yeah, the Saints do have some crazy plays though. I mean, all but like for and do. against them, like they had, they just yeah. had the beast quake one. Mm-hmm. And they had the one where the Saints returned the kick and then the the extra point. I'm missed. seeing a lot of fun names though. Like earlier, I saw David Johnson on the Cardinals. I was like, damn, I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a beast. <clears throat> like that was crazy. He was a beast on the Texans. Is that Peyton Hillis? Yeah, I think so. Oh wow. No, Peyton Hillis is 44. That's 31. I don't oh, okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, sweet. All right. I thought I'd bring NFL too. All right, let's take it over to NBA. All right, NBA, right off the top here. We're going to do a, a quick update on the lawsuit John Morant punching a 17-year-old. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, we didn't think they were going to get an update on that. I, at least I wasn't. Um, but there was an update recently. John Morant's lawyer was citing the Stand Your Ground law uh, in this incident because the teen boy who threw the ball at him hit him in his face. And then John Morant punched him. So they, so he's claiming ah. his lawyers are going to play the John Morant was at his house That's and soft. got hit in the face by something, so he threw punches. That's not on him. That's soft. That's so soft. Um, <laughs> and then also, even softer, John Morant countersued uh, for slander. He countersued the Damn. for slander. Damn. So he's so just... It's all rewind about money, things. man. It, it's crazy. Yeah, let's rewind the timeline here. In mm-hmm. case you forgot the story, John Morant was hosting a pickup game with some people in the area in Memphis at his house, one of which being a 17-year-old high school boy. <laughs> John Morant and him started going at it like verbally on the court. John Morant's like cussing at him, the 17-year-old boy he had at his house to play basketball with. So then to the point where the boy threw a – Ball at John Morant. John Morant knocked him out, then went got his gun and started pointing at this kid. And this is obviously the kid sued him. Now his now his people are claiming stand your ground and they're countersuing for slander. That's what ridiculous. a scumbag. I mean, is John Morant right legally? Probably. He'll probably get away with He'll it. He'll probably get away with they'll it. Probably, they'll, they'll probably walk away with nothing happening on either end here. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to win for the slander case, but he's not going to lose the other case. It, it's just like it's so it's such a soft thing for John Morant to pull. I know. Like, come on, man! Like, you're John Morant. You invited him to your house, and then he just like threw the ball at you. You probably he probably like threw it at him. Like, all right, you know, here's the ball, aggressively. Yeah, just to be like, you know, fuck you, kind of thing. And then John Morant probably missed it and hit him in the face. Yeah. That's what I kind of envision happened. John Morant like them flipped out. each other. He throws a little too. Yeah, because like John Morant's around all his friends, and he looked bad, and he just wanted to like get it fixed. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's a sick play. Yeah, yeah you don't remember that in the Super Bowl? I don't. Yeah, dude, Jermaine yeah, Ka- Jermaine Curse is catching that Super Bowl. Yeah, that's I mean, where we. Th- that's this is where the Malcolm Butler interception yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, that was crazy, man. Because you think, like, because my buddy's a Patriots fan, so we were watching the Super Bowl live, and when that Jermaine Curse uh, catch happened, he was like, dude, it's David Tyree all over again. And I was like, oh, my God, Seattle's going to win this. And then the interception, and it was he was just jumping around for joy. Yeah, it sucks. You shouldn't. The only time I ever watched was Meter from mm-hmm. the past from Super Bowl. Yeah. It was uh, both times they lost. Really? Both times. Was funny. Maybe, funny. Maybe maybe not. I wasn't with them the first one. So I was you stopped watching not the Super Bowl times. with you. It was the second time. I only, yeah. I only saw it once. With okay. Them. I, I, I don't think we saw the first one together either. But gotcha. it was the second one, mm. and it was awesome. I showed up in Giants colors. Mm-hmm. It's essentially the same. I just threw silver in my outfit. That's funny. Yeah. Um, all right. NBA. To John Morant, scumbag. Next, Harry Irvin signed a five-year endorsement deal with Chinese brand Anta. Who did? Kyrie Irvin. Oh, God. Did you see him at the ESPYs? With a feather in his ear? Yeah, and the long, like, string attached to it. Yeah, so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he claims he's Native American. Oh, he is? I think so. But, like, very, very small, but he claims it. Because when, when he was doing the Sage stuff, he was saying mm-hmm. he was like a... Native American thing. Gotcha. Let's let's Google it real quick. Is Kyrie Irvin Australian? A free agent? Australian? Well, he is from Australia, (laughs) He's born in Australia because his dad is in the military. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) I love that. Is he Australian? I guess his mom's from the Sioux tribe, but I'd like to know his... Oh well, if his mom's from the Sioux Tribe, he definitely is. Yeah, but like I don't know how much, like, how many removed. If, she, if he's like half, that's one thing. I mean, if his mom is in the Sioux Tribe, I, I can I can understand it. Because like he probably has been familiarized with it his whole life, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not you know it's just like one of those things you kind of adopt. Like. Like, say your, I don't know, say your parents got a divorce when you were, like, a baby. And then your stepmom came in and she was a Navajo Indian. Yeah, but I wouldn't claim I was. But, like, if you were raised on those practices and ideals your whole life, yeah, you might have, That's, like, um, you might just, like, adopt that for your own. Uh, Phil Jackson. Yeah. He was born near a... He grew up in like a, on like a reservation, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Near, in the town that's basically the reservation. Mm-hmm. And he's very like into the Native American culture. Um, sorry, I'm just finishing this search. I just want to find the exact. The exact amount. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you're going to find it. I don't think so either. But anyway, um, yes, so kind of a Chinese deal shoe brand. Okay. Okay. Um, Next, two new rule changes in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of fuck with both of them. First, actually, I'll go. Th- second, the second one is flopping is now a technical foul. So if, if if you do something that the refs deem as a flop, yeah, you'll get charged a technical foul. <clears throat> it will not count as a personal foul. Okay, and it won't lead to an ejection. So. By that, I mean, like, if you have two technical fouls in one game, that's an automatic ejection. Mm-hmm. If you have a regular technical foul, and then, and then a you flop get a flop technical. technical foul, that doesn't count as two, you're out. 
Like, it okay. It doesn't penalize you in that way or towards your personal fouls. It's just like they get a free shot. Yeah, it's more like a defensive, like yeah. uh, three second rule type of okay. technical foul. You know, um, they get a shot in the ball back. They get shot in their ball back. The only thing is that's such a gray area to determine what's a flop. Like I was thinking that I was thinking this is gonna be a lot like challenging uh, pass, pass interference. interference. Yeah, I where agree. it's like you can technically say everything's a flop because like yeah, it's all about how you sell it. Yeah, I, I also think it's gonna be a little little. Goofy. Mm-hmm. The first one I really, really like. Uh, if a coach challenges a play and it's he wins, he gets to keep his challenge. Yeah, that should be a thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Because in the past, it's always just one challenge no matter what. Mm-hmm. But so like you wouldn't see these coaches like do it until the fourth quarter. Yeah, even if there was one earlier in the game, it's like very obvious you could because um, they wanted to save in case it's like crucial on the road. So now mm-hmm. that basically gives a coach in that situation, hey, I can challenge this win, keep my challenge for later. Okay. Which is yeah. which I think is really nice. That should be a thing, 100%. There's a few times during the playoff run I noticed, like, like, like the Heat, I remember one time they called a shot clock violation when it clearly hit the rim. <laughs> and it was because it's in the second quarter we didn't challenge it. Uh, but it was very obvious if, if we challenge it, we could yeah, that you just don't. But Spolster just held it because he wanted it for like down the stretch. Mm-hmm, of course, yeah. So like that, that's that's like a pl- good example. That's smart. If he would have done yeah. it, then he would get it back. That's weird. That's like that's something you could have told me that that's just already a rule, and I would have believed you. That's how the NFL works. Mm-hmm. Don't you get two challenges a game, but unless you lose your first challenge and you lose your second, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you have to lose both challenges. Yeah, yeah. If you lose the first, if you challenge and lose, then you lose your second challenge. Mm-hmm. But if you challenge and win, you can use it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like those rules. There's a lot of a lot of like technical stuff this week for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, Piston sign Isaiah Stewart to a four year, sixty four million dollar extension. Sick. Yeah, cool. Um, interesting development. To keep an eye on something to keep an eye on. Uh, the Pacers uh, apparently have reached out to the Raptors about Pascal Siakam. Yeah, the Pacers. They'd be sneaky, really good if they get Pascal mm-hmm. Siakam. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it, they have Halliburton. Siakam, Miles Turner has like the one, two, three, and then they just got Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have some another Levert, Levert, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's a interesting like. I I, eight, I fuck with that nine eight seven. I'm not I'm not big seven, on the eight, Pacers. I'm not big on the Pacers by any means, but like that's an interesting team that can in the East. I think make the playing games so, I mean, for sure. I, I think they're a seven eight nine team right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably seven or eight. You know. Yeah, I think seven for sure. Yeah. That'd be, that's something to keep an eye on. I mean, I, I also saw Pias, uh, Siakam's name attached to the Hawks. I also oh. saw his name attached to the Magic. Uh, and, lame. and staying with the Raptors. And I think out of all of them, I think the Pacers would be the best team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and like a team like I don't want to go to the Hawks. The Hawks really would be probably be the best team. Yeah, uh, I mean, I that'd like be the, the best for both probably. And we have Clint Capella, Pat, mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam, Trey Young. Uh, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good starting three. DeAndre Hunter, mm-hmm. like their their team's fire. They just got that's a good big got, three in supporting cast. Yeah, and I hate the Hawks though, so I'd rather yeah. go to the Pacers. Um, next, the Lakers are interested in Christian Wood and Bismack Biombo. Okay, um, I'm I'm not big why. on Bismack Biombo. I'm big on Christian Wood. So is I'm assuming he come off the bench, or what? He are they gonna have him play the four? He. Christian was the center, so he'd probably play center and have AD, AD play, play the four. Forward. Is Christian? I feel like Christian was smaller than AD though. No, AD is a true power forward. Okay, okay. AD height. See, I don't know much about like the 
semantics of basketball in terms of like positions, but mm-hmm. I feel like just the tallest guy is center. I feel like that's just like the role, the role. Like if you're the tallest guy on the team, you're the center. Yeah, I guess uh, so. Christian Wood is a and shorter than AD on paper. Okay, so you you could yeah. justify putting him at the five. They're essentially the same size. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's just kind of yeah. You just give Christian Wood more elevated like, and shoes. you probably give Christian Wood is <laughs> give him a center and make eighty four, so you can spread the floor more with AD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, true. And then keep Christian Wood down low for rebounds. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next we have Webb and Yama. Played way better in his second summer league game, dropping 27 points. Yeah. And then right after that, uh, the Spurs shut him down for the rest of the summer league so he didn't get hurt, which I think is a smart move. Just let him get the rust off once. Let him do one, have one good game, and then just set him. You don't want him to get hurt. I mean, it is it is smart. It's just, I don't know, it seems soft. It's summer league, though. I know, it's I know. It's league. just, it's just it's, it seems so soft to, like, because he had that bad game, he played well, and then he kind of like, yeah, like the media sucked. Like he was like kind of bashing on them for talking shit against him, saying he was a bust and all this shit. Yeah, and I agree. Like he wasn't a like he's not a bust, but it's like he took that to heart, and it was like then it's like, oh yeah, he's sitting the rest of the summer league. Like he just got butt hurt, played a good game, and was like, all right, I'm gonna, you know, end it on top, go into the season. All yeah. Right. The- I, I get your point with it, but also I feel like that's that's not his that was not his thought process on it. The yeah. His thought process is he already said he wasn't going to play in the FIBA World Cup either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and outside looking in, it just, he's just trying to not get hurt. And this is very comparable. The summer league is very comparable to whenever preseason. Uh, no, whenever a quarterback in college who's going to get drafted sits out bowl games. Okay, I, I still say that's soft in a way. Yeah, but I also think it's really smart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. It is smart. Like, like that. Like saying that. First of all, I I, I hate when people do that for cold. He's a nerd. Players. He's smart, but he's soft. He's a nerd. Yeah. But I I disagree. I, okay, I agree. I, I'll I'll concede on the Webinyama, but the college f- football quarterbacks, I will never. Well, yeah, because Kenny Pickett did that. No, and I always defend <laughs> it because if you're not fighting for the national title. You're fighting for what? An orange bowl? I agree bowl? with that too, yeah. You, and you're going to risk making millions of dollars signing bonus yeah, by yeah, like yeah. ACL in it? No, I'm with you there. Yeah. yeah. But like, I remember I had a, I had a, that was the most heated argument I ever had with my grandpa. Oh, about Kenny Pickett. It was during the Kenny Pickett one. He was like, he was saying, you just don't do that. You can't give up Yeah, he's team. just an old-time And I said, yeah. if, he, if he gets hurt and tears his ACL, then he loses $10 million just mm-hmm. by one injury. Yeah. It could totally be prevented if he just doesn't play this one meaningless game. He played the ACC championship game and won it for us, mm-hmm. and then he sat out. That's yeah. not soft at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this. That That's a great. The stiff arm. The Vance McDonald's stiff arm and people out here. Yeah, we're just watching NFL. Yeah. All right, shit NBA. Plays. I'm very distracted right now. <laughs> Speaking of the Spurs, they extend Pop five years, $80 million. I mean, yeah, when you get Webinyama, you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, John Wall. Dion Waiters and Isaiah Thomas all held workouts in Vegas for teams. Yeah, I saw that. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, it seems like the Celtics are interested in John Wall. Oh, I mean, that's workouts. a good fit for him, though. It's a great fit for him, but I really don't want to see him in Boston. Mm-hmm. I, my dream is seeing him in the Heat jersey for like my entire his entire career. Mm-hmm. 
And if he goes to like my most hated team instead, yeah, that's like, that's like the nightmare. It's like nightmare, nightmare. nightmare. It, it it would be good for him though. It'd be great for his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. He'd be because he's gonna get the be, spotlight. He would probably get the same amount of minutes as Blake Griffin got. Honestly, they they need point guards off the bench though. Like they he, do, he but get they, some solid time. They'll still have. If Malcolm Brogdon, when he gets healthy, you'll have him. Mm-hmm. You have Derek White. Then in Pritchett, and then John Wall. Yeah, you can maybe move some of those guys to get somebody else to I assist think, the team. Yeah, I think Peyton Pritchard and John Wall would split time mm-hmm. as third point guards. You maybe get like a solid power forward or something. They have Christoph Porzingis. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did get him. Yeah, and they have Al Horford off the bench. They have Time Lord. They're a mm-hmm. good team. Um, I hate them. Dame update. So there's a lot of Dame news this past week, mm-hmm. uh, so I have three kind of mixed in this one. First of all, Dame's agent is hoping that the Heat and Blazers can talk trade when the teams are both in uh, Vegas for Summer League right now. Yeah. The, so the agent's kind of hopeful that like something will happen here. Um, I also read that the Blazers GM is, quote-unquote, going to be playing hardball, and he says he doesn't care if trade talks take months. They want what they want. But I also read, saw an insider, NBA insider on Twitter. Um, like Twitter notified me to see this tweet, and it was like an NBA r- reporter. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I never heard of him though, but he's a blue check market stuff. And he said that uh, many people, many uh, NBA front offices believe that the Blazers and the Heat both agree that there will be a trade. They just are ironing out the details. So okay. Because insider said, look for a trade like soon. Okay. But I read that. Then I read the GM saying from the Blazers saying we'll hold out forever. So I don't really know if it's going to be like this week, uh, October, right before the season starts. It'll definitely. deadline. Yeah, it'll definitely be before the season starts, I think. I think so, too. This fucking play. The Deshaun Jackson miracle in the Meadowlands. Oh, yeah. This is a sick play. But, yeah, I think uh, it's definitely getting done before the season. There's no doubt in my mind. I hope. Yeah, I hope so, but we'll see. Okay, I'm hope I'm, I'm believing the uh, reporter. I don't know over the GM from the Blazers. Fuck that guy. Uh, all right, and then the last headline, the one I have the most for, is Dave. The NBA finally announced the uh, kind of setup and format of the in-season tournament. Yeah. First of all, it's gonna be called the NBA Cup. Don't like the name. Don't care for the name. Yeah, I feel like I'll read out the format. Better. I I'll read the format off. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! I really like the this idea. Okay. Of the, the setup, I don't like the name though. Um. All right. So there'll be six groups with five teams in each of them. So mm-hmm. the, third, the third teams will be split up in the six groups. Uh, three from the east, three from the west. The group will play each other for each one time, and those games will be every Tuesday and Friday in November. Okay. So any game on Tuesday and Friday is going to be group play for this NBA Cup. Um, each team will play each other once in that group, and they will also count as regular season games. Okay. So it's like not going to be anything separate. It's not going to be too many extra games for these players. They're all going to count towards the regular season. Mm-hmm. After group, group play is done, there will be a knockout round with eight teams in it. So the winner of all six groups plus the next two who didn't win their group but had the best group record out of all the other teams would be the wild card, one from the east, one from the west. So you have three group winners, then one like best record that didn't win a group. So if there's a group from of death, say okay. there's like a group of death where 
one team goes undefeated and one team has one loss and it's the undefeated team. Yeah. And that team will most likely make the wild card spot. Like the eighth seed? Kind of, kind of like how they do for the World Cup. You know how in the World Cup I don't there's... I how the World Cup works. So... <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know much about soccer. Yeah, so it's just going to be the, th- the group winners. So the, okay, NFL. Yeah. Every winner of division, and then the next best team outside of the winners of the division. So they're changing up the format for the playoffs? This is the plane. This is the midseason. This is the midseason tournament. The NBA Cup. Okay, so this has no impact on the playoffs. No. Okay. I don't know. It, I mean, I get what they're trying to do. It's just... Wait, it's, I'm not even done with it. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Like, what's, what what's the point? It's the in-season tournament. Yeah. Going through the rules in in-season tournament. There's yeah. A group play with six groups. Then it goes to a knockout round. Okay. And that's the eight teams that make it. The six winners are two wild cards. Uh, and then while they do the knockout round, they'll get to the semifinals. With the semifinal games will be in Vegas, and the finals will be December 9th, Which one thing I read about December ninth? This is the first Saturday after the college football season, where uh, like there's that one weekend where the only game played is Navy Army. Mm-hmm. And it's the same day but earlier in the day. Okay. So there's not like it's not like interf- uh, inflicting with any football or anything like that. Okay. Um. Yes, then the winner will be determined on December 9th in Vegas from the knockout rounds. It's, the finals will be East and West. And then the payouts is every player who on the winning team gets $500,000 apiece. The, every player on the runner-up team gets $200,000 apiece. And then the two teams that lost in the semis gets $100,000 each. And then anyone, any team that just made the knockout round, each player gets fifty grand each. Okay, I mean, I, I'm and the semifinals and finals are the only games that would be extra. So if you win this plan, this midseason tournament, you'll play two extra games than everybody else. You'll have eighty-four games played instead of eighty-two. I mean, we'll have to see how it plays out, but I, I just think it's so convoluted. I, I just think they're doing too much. Yeah, I just think they're doing too much, and. I don't know if the players are really going to have that much interest in it. It just feels like they're trying to like formulate rivalries more so, so then you can get better ticket sales. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more like uh, I think Adam Silver is just paying a lot of attention to like international soccer mm-hmm. because they do this too. Like yeah. the EPL was a thing, mm-hmm. but then at the same time they have like the Champions League, which is like the best from each of the leagues in Europe. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, and they do all these tournaments during like the actual season. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just thinking, hey, that's successful. This is something new, fresh, exciting that will get people into it. And the way that the way they have it, I think, just makes some excitement towards the beginning of the season because when a season eighty two, begin first half of the season is pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Throw in like the first month of the season, right? Pretty much. You have a group play going on. I think that just gives excitement, makes people want to watch early season NBA more than they do already. Yeah, I mean, if the players go hard then, for it, then by the time that's over, fast forward a couple weeks, that's Christmas Day. People love Christmas Day basketball. Yeah, yeah, that's where then, it starts picking then up. Then when it comes February, March, that's whenever NBA becomes mm-hmm. like the only game in town. Yeah, in hockey. So I think it's smart for the NBA to do this, and I think it's going to be. I know you. You seem like you're not excited about it at all. I think come time, you'll actually be like, actually, it's pretty sweet. Like, it really comes down to the players' interest. If the players, like, because that, that's, like, that time period is, like, load management hell. Yeah, where everybody's, still, like, oh, I'm going to, like, take a couple games off or this or that. But, dude, that's, like, the beginning of the season, though. 
Mm-hmm. The season starts late October. Yeah, yeah. This, this starts early November. November. Yeah. It's not really load management at that point. It's still early season. Everyone's playing. Yeah, but they kind of like, you know, they don't do the, like if they have two back-to-back days of games, like they might sit one. A lot of players. So I, I don't know. I, if I feel like really I feel like the load management part of the season schedule is like the last months, not the first months, because that's when people are ready for playoffs. It's it's that it's at the very end before playoffs. It's before the All Star break, and then like I'd say beginning of the season too. Uh, I screwed up the beginning of the season part, but all right. Um, all right. Talk about for NBA. Oh, and LeBron <laughs> last night the SBs announced that. Uh, I, I don't know what he got the award for. He got some award. It was like the record-breaking performance he had. Oh, for, okay. Yeah. So he was on stage, and as he's giving a speech, he said something like super corny LeBron, like uh, cringe LeBron. Yeah, he made it like a big, like, I'm going to make the crowd pop here. All right, see. <laughs> it was like no, the same no. as like when Ninja was hosting New Year's Eve. Yeah. Or doing the New Year's Eve thing, and he tried to get everybody to do the floss, and they just did not reciprocate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, we all knew he wasn't going to retire. No one thought he was going to retire. Mm-hmm. I heard this. What I can and cannot do on the floor. Real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. All right, <laughs> Right. Yeah, like, like a, a yeah, like, oh, yeah, like we thought you couldn't do it, LeBron. Like, <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. It's very LeBron. Huh? Mm-hmm. Everyone that a little bit. Lucky, Lucky for, for you. you guys. That day is not today. Yeah, all right, bud. Yeah. So LeBron's not retiring. Jeez. Luckily for us, I mean, I love LeBron. <clears throat> I'm happy he's not retiring. But yeah. what all a right. what a corny, cringy LeBron way to do it. Mm-hmm. But, all right, that's all I got. All right. Well, let's take it over to top fives for top five excuses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Dirty Top Five. All right. Top fives, week five. That's fitting. That's fitting. I like that. Um, This week, since I won the uh, Logos draft... I elected to take top five excuses for this week's uh, topic. Real quick, two, it's two two. The oh, that's a play. Uh, the popular vote count is sixty nine to fifty eight in favor of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the popular count doesn't matter. I just wanted to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so these are top five excuses. So you know whether it's like getting out of work or getting out of events. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of funeral, funeral, um, you know, whatever it may be. Dog um, sitting. Breakup. Excuses for that. Too. Penis play with other yeah, dudes. Could be that, too. But, all right. So uh, we flipped a coin. Ryan won the coin toss. So he elected to take the uh, snake, the mm-hmm. second pick there. I think there's a lot of good ones here. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, number one. Diarrhea. Okay. IBS. Whatever. You uh, that. The way I worded it was stomach issues. Yeah. Parentheses. Stomach issues. Because no one will ever follow up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, well, I'm. Shitting, or if you're like dude, shitting my pants. Or it's like, speak. dude, I can't fucking come out. I have diarrhea. <laughs> no one's gonna be like. No, dude, you have to come out. Or like, okay, dude, you do you. 
<laughs> we want you to shit your pants in public. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> like, it just, it's the best one because you don't get the questions after. Yeah, it, you it's, know? it's a one and done. Yeah, it's just a one and done. You're good to go. It's all, you know, it's just a clear victory there. And you can get out of whatever you need to get out of. So I'm going to take uh, stomach issues, parentheses, for the, the number one pick. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, and my first pick is going to be very similar to the vein where it's one where you don't get a lot of follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. And that's family emergency. Yeah. I have a family emergency. Because mm-hmm. you can eat, it could be a death of a family. It mm-hmm. could be this. It could be that. It could be your kids need someone to get watched. It could get you out of work. It could get you out of class and college and school and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Family emergency. Yeah. Very vague. Point. Don't need to follow up with it. Don't, no one's going to ask you, mm-hmm. what's your family emergency? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. might say, oh, man, hope everything's okay. And that's it. You're never going to hear anything else. Gotcha. So that's, my, that's my one one. Um, mm. Then this one, I I also like because it's very like – no way to prove it, maybe. Actually, hold on. Might save that one. Okay. Okay, I have a good one. Um, My alarm didn't go off. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I don't know if I agree, but I, I respect it. Man, I think it's a classic one. I think that's one. It's classic. When you think of an excuse, what's your first excuse? Oh, my alarm didn't go off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I set the wrong time on my alarm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. my phone died when I was sleeping. That's, yeah, uh, that's a good one. The power went out yeah. so my alarm didn't go off. That's a good one. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. I mean, it's all in the same umbrella. Yeah. it. Dep- I guess it depends on the situation. Because, like, with work, if you're like, yeah, uh, my alarm didn't go off. It's like, ah. My phone didn't go off. Yeah. My phone didn't go off. <laughs> my alarm didn't go off. For some reason, you just say your alarm didn't go off. Mm-hmm. Whether it be power outage, might be this, might be that. I say for those, it's best to use, like, the power went out and my alarm didn't go off. Yeah. You know, follow it up yeah. with that. Because then it's like, you know, it's out of, as long as you can make it out of your control. Mm-hmm. You know, that's exactly. the ideal You can't just make my alarm thing go off because then it's like, well, why don't you set mm-hmm. your alarm right? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I meant more so like there's something happened my alarm thing go off. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, what do I do here? Okay, I'm going to do It's Not You, It's Me. Yeah, that's a good one to get out of a relationship for sure. It's a very good one. Yeah. It's not It's not You, It's Me. Or you know, something along those lines like, hey, I'm the problem. Hi, it's I, me. I am the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. Cue that Seinfeld clip. Yeah. It's not you, it's me? <laughs> I invented It's Not You, It's Me. <laughs> If it's anybody, it's me. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to go with that for my number two pick. Number three, I'm going to take uh, – so it's losing a little bit of steam, but I think it's still a viable selection in uh, excuses of getting out of stuff, but COVID. Yeah. COVID. You know, if, you, if, you, really if you're waiting on something and they're like, yeah, because of COVID this, because of COVID that, mm-hmm. and now you have to wait. Or, oh – I, I'm feeling sick. I might have to test for COVID. Oh, I'm positive. Maybe you have like a picture of COVID test, a positive COVID test I, on your phone like I do. I, 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 I had that. I had one saved <laughs> yeah. and uh, I gave it to my brother. <laughs> Guys had one sitting or laying around my room. 
<laughs> when I had COVID, I kept the test. And I yeah. had it in my room so I could say, hey, look, here's a positive COVID test. Mm-hmm. My brother needed one. I, and I just, he said, hey, did you still have that test laying around the room? I was like, yeah. And I went and took a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, that's going to be my number three pick is COVID. Those are good ones. Those are good ones. I have a lot on here that I'm going to have a, a lot of honorable mentions. Okay. But all right, my number three is the ultimate excuse to – that you can do to make yourself not look as athletic as you are. Mm-hmm. And the sun was, my, sun was in my eyes. Ooh, okay. The sun okay. was in my eyes. Yeah, I, that's a good one. Of course I didn't catch the ball. The sun was in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like yeah. that. I like that. I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's not because you don't have hands. Because mm-hmm. the sun was in your <laughs> eyes. Yeah, like we're playing at a bad angle right now. Yeah, that's why I didn't catch that. Yeah, my exactly. Um, yeah, meet, meet her for beer pong, you know, like, oh, you can't. Yeah, so water in the cup. That's a good excuse. I'm not gonna use that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't either. I just thought of that one. Too, cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one's more of like a personal one that mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna play or not. I have a parenthesis behind it, so you can kind of get the context of why you'd be using this. Okay, but I use it all the time. If I don't want to eat something, I just say I'm allergic. Like wow. If, if you're at someone's house and it's like this person's not a great cook, and you don't want to be mean, yeah. Or if like, they have like. Say you don't like, I don't like onions. And a lot of times people are like, come on, really? grow up. The onions are awesome. So I always just say in restaurants, like, I'm allergic to onions. Make sure you don't put onions on it. Especially Chinese restaurants where they barely speak English. Yeah. You have to say you're allergic so they actually do it. Because if you ask for this without onions in it, it's coming with onions unless you say you're allergic. That's a good play. I feel like situationally, though, it could stack up against you. In what, in what sense? Where you just, like, the same person's like, dude, how many things are you allergic to? Yeah, you can't use it. <laughs> you can't use it all the time, but it's yeah. really good, like, I don't like mushrooms either. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, oh, I make the best like stuffed mushrooms. You hear, try one. I'm like, oh, no, good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm allergic to mushrooms because you don't want to say, no, thanks. I don't want to try it. Come on, man. Just try it. Yeah. Come on, have you ever had it before? No, come on. Try it. I've just never been allergic. in that situation. Oh, I'm, in it. I'm a picky eater, so I'm in it a lot. Gotcha. Like, I mean, I, I would be if like somebody like, offered me stuffed mushrooms because like I'm cool with like mushrooms in small quantities. Mm-hmm. But like if it's, if, a it's giant like, ass if it's like a giant ass mushroom, nah, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, I'm gonna pass hard on that. Yeah, um, I agree. All right. Um, but yeah, that's my number four. I'm allergic when you don't want to eat something. Okay. Okay. Um, my number four. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know if we can like kind of put these into, but like, like kind of like faking a phone call breaking up. Like kind of like like staggering your sentences a little bit so it sounds like the phone oh, call's like breaking up. Like you're going through a tunnel is what yeah. I was gonna say as well. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that's kind of like yeah. a good. I'd excuse, word it on the graphic. I'd word it as phone's breaking up. As you're going through a tunnel, or I'm going through a dead zone, something like yeah. that. Like it's just not gonna work out. Like uh, we have to hang up this call now. Yeah. So that I'm gonna put take that at number four. Number five. That's a good one. That's a good one. Just make sure you word it right so people know what you're talking about. S- so number five is uh, it's something that I have not been able to use, but working in HR, it's been used on me and it's very effective because I don't ask any questions, but uh, lady problems, mm. lady problems. Okay. The girls have the uh, trump card on that because when a girl is calling off at the office and Period cramps, yeah, and it's just like, I'm just having some menstrual problems or like lady problems. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> like, Damn. I'm not going to follow that up with any questions. We're going to end it there, and you get what you want. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you take the day off. Feel yeah. free. Yeah. I apologize for my penis. So I, game real game respects game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the kudos there at the number five spot. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good maybe one. I'll get the female vote with that one too. That's a good one. I have a really dumb one for the last one. Okay, what I do you got? I had to fill it in because I knew you were gonna, you weren't going to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of anti my stance on this, but uh, he played against a bunch of plumbers and janitors. Wait, wait, repeat that. Sorry, he played against a bunch of plumbers and janitors. Whenever uh, people were arguing and anti like Jordan, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man, he didn't play any real competition. He played a bunch of, against a bunch of plumbers and janitors. Oh, okay, okay. So it's an excuse that us LeBron fans make against MJ. I've never heard that before. To be honest with you, uh, then you're obviously not. Not on NBA Twitter because that's yeah that's all over the place. <laughs> Jay, I think JJ Reddick. It's a big ESPN headlines. They start talking about Bob Cousy because of it. It's a big headline. I think it'll play really well in the graphic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Any honorable mentions? I have a bunch. I had some um, fun ones. I have just not feeling well. Uh, traffic because of construction. Yeah, that's a good one for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I should have thought of that. I was, I was drunk. <laughs> oh, that is a good one. Um, Damn. Uh, I thought I, I texted you or my text must not have sent. Yeah, yeah. Um, Email must not have sent. Can't for religious reasons. Ooh, okay, the religious exemption. My car wouldn't start. Yeah, I had that. She told me she was 18. That's oof, problematic. <laughs> problematic. And then, uh, I left my wallet at home. Uh, I had dog ate my homework. That's, good That's just a funny one to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I had it wasn't me, and then Shaggy. Oh, I had that too. I skipped over it. <laughs> it wasn't me. I did have wasn't me. I skipped over it. And then also like home appliance is broken and needs repaired. Like you're waiting on a repairman. Yeah. Like oh yeah, like the water company's coming. Yeah, the cable like guys coming. Yeah, in yeah. Twelve and four. Something like that. I can't come in, mm-hmm. or I gotta take a half day. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just th- kind of thought it was funny. I was like, because we were getting a lot of call offs with like the company closing. So I was like, excuses would be a good one, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. At first, I didn't like it, but then I actually started thinking. I was like, it's not bad. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, all right. Uh, number one, stomach issues. Number two, it's not you, it's me. Number three, COVID. Number four, going through a tunnel. Number five, lady problems. Nice. Mine's family emergency. Mm-hmm. My alarm didn't go off. Power went out, whatever you want to call it. The sun was in my eyes. I'm allergic when you don't want to eat something. Son of mine has a good one. And then uh, he played against a bunch of plumbers and janitors. Damn. I'm su- you know what? I'm going to say I'm surprised I'm drunk didn't make these lists because I, yeah, I, I, didn't but... I didn't think of it. Yeah. I, I just don't think it's a good excuse. That's why I didn't say it. Because <laughs> if, like, the reason this happened. I've definitely used drunk, it before. I've used it so many times. <laughs> yeah. But every time it ever worked, it was just like, fucking, you're a scumbag. <laughs> so, like, that's why I didn't pick it. I mean, it, true. It, it, I mean. It, it's for sure an excuse, but it's not a yeah. good excuse. I guess, like, if you get a DUI, it's like, I was drunk. It's like, yeah, we know. That's why we're here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good shit. But, yeah. All right. Well, with that, then, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Pop culture. Boom. This week, leading off with movies, we had a few trailers this week. Um, so we had the Wonka trailer with Timmy, Timothy Chalamet. Timmy. Tim, yeah, Tim, Timmy, Timmy Chalamet and uh, Hugh Grant is an Oompa Loompa. It sucked. That part sucked. That part did suck. 
I don't know. So I'm not out on the trailer, but like that part, that looked bad. I think it was a good trailer for a bad movie. It's giving me that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Timothy Chalamet is a bad casting for what is intended to be like a culmination of, uh, is it Gene Hackman? No, uh, what's his name? Gene something. Yeah. I can't think of it now because you said Gene Hackman. Now, so <laughs> it's not the Wilder. Gene Wilder, yeah, and uh, Johnny Depp. It's like a weird combination of those two. Um, I think the guy, the actor who's in The Bear, I saw a video of this. Dude, if you put him side by side by Gene Wilder, it's like you can't even yeah. tell. I, I see that too. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's like I think that'd be a much better casting decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's a good actor, so he, he could be too. Yeah, yeah, he's like up and coming, so like it could help sell the movie too. Yeah, I think on paper the Timothy Chalamet Willy Wonka works, but looking at the trailer, it doesn't. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, he's just kind of like doing a character with it and kind of goofy, but. Yeah, like the very first, uh, very opening of the trailer, he does the, uh, listen down and, mm-hmm. or quiet up and listen down and wait, nope, reverse that. And it's supposed to be some like big whimsical, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at that, but it was just like lame. Yeah, it's kind of cringe. And then the CGI for Hugh Grant is the Oompa Loompa. I feel like, uh, vertically challenged people get a bad rap in Hollywood. Yeah, this Gary Castle all the time. Yeah, like, come on. Like, you can't just get, like, an actual, like, little person for this role. Wasn't, um, what's his face? Wasn't, um, Tyrion. Peter Dinklage? Yeah, wasn't he, like, arguing that, like, recently? Mm-hmm. Like, the I last couple so. years, like, yeah. saying, like, how it's it's fucked up. Yeah, it's that so it all up. All their, like, all the little people, like, yeah. Sh- yeah. jobs get taken away by, like, non-little people yeah like just put them into that role like that's perfect like yeah it's kind of like disrespectful to them but um yeah so that part looked bad i don't know i wanted more of like i didn't really care about him creating the chocolate factory i wanted more of like the oompa loompa thing him in the jungle yeah like him in the jungle i feel like that's just gonna be a quick like 15 minute thing and he meets an oompa loompa and it's like oh yeah you want to hang out like how it was in the Johnny Depp one. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like a quick little side thing. Yeah, yeah, just a little side thing where it's like, I want more of that. Yeah. Like, I don't care about how the chocolate factory came to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to know, how do you meet these fucking creatures? Like. Yeah, that's, a, the, that, <laughs> that's, that's the movie. Really yeah, that's the movie for me. It seems like like he's just going to meet him in the jungle, and then, I don't know, he just puts him in a little glass display case his whole life. Like, what was that? Yeah, it's like, fucked up. What kind of fucked up enslavement was that? I mean, I mean, I mean consider that. That's just rude. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's obviously, like, a sentient being. Like, <laughs> you're just going to put him in a display he, case. He's dancing and singing for you. Dude. Like, they treated him like a fucking, like, I don't know, like a rose from Beauty and the Beast. Like, it's it the same once it goes. It's like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look him up. Get him Hugh Grant. It just, it didn't look good either. I don't know. It just I think it's a good trailer for a bad movie. That's my final thoughts on it. Uh, I think I think it'll do well like the first weekend and then it'll just suck afterwards. Yeah, I think it'll be good. It'll be a good kids movie. Kids yeah, love it. Yeah. But it's not going to be like look how awkward that looks. Yeah, it does look bad. Yeah, he's playing a little flute there. <laughs> God. But all right. Anything else from that trailer though? Gets Slugworth, I guess, and more of that, but whatever. I'm also, I'm kind of tired of, like, everybody's British in Hollywood. Everybody's British in Hollywood. It's crazy. Like who? Like, 
I feel like like all like the characters in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there, it's just like all these like British accents in movies nowadays. Mm -hmm. Anytime they're depicting like like a Renaissance period or something, like everybody's British for some reason. Yeah, but but that the original Willy Wonka was also England. Oh, was it Charlie Bucket? Okay, well I'm I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole then. And Roald Dahl was British. You know, it'd be cool like a Grandpa Joe, younger version of Grandpa Joe. Popping up, that'd be kind of funny. That would be funny. Joe Bucket. Mm-hmm. That'd what be a cool. Stupid last name. Bucket. Yeah. Like, what if he like bullies him? He's like this little fucking guy. This little <laughs> twink. <laughs> but uh, his look at his kid is lighting the loafers. Twink. Next trailer we had Napoleon. Uh, Ridley Scott is joining up with Joaquin Phoenix to uh, do a biopic of the French guy. Bioptic. Biopic. Don't 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 send me back down that path. <laughs> I, it took me a while to break that, and I broke it. And you're trying to get me back down there. I broke what the bioptic? Yeah, the bio bi, biopic. Biopic. All right. Enough of this. It looks sweet though, Ridley Scott. It does uh, look cool. It Ridley, does look cool. What? When's the last time Ridley Scott and Joaquin worked together? The Gladiator. Gladiator? Mm-hmm. Is there another time since then? Um, not that I know of, but I wouldn't He's be surprised great the first time. So. Yeah, it, it looks like the cinematography looks great. Yeah. Uh, I think it, it, it's probably not going to be a movie that I see in theaters unless like somebody else takes me with them. Yeah, so this is a take your grandpa to the movies or take your dad to the movies. Yeah, watch yeah. this historical piece with them. But I feel like it'll be like possible like Oscar noms. Oh, it's definitely gonna be Oscar noms. Oscar noms for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like a good movie. I'd definitely like stream it. Maybe we go to the theater if the situation called for it. Yeah. Um. Then the last trailer we had, the final trailer for Blue Beetle. I did not watch that. Um. I I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be okay. Uh, this is uh, this is a movie that I need people to tell me how great it is for me to mm-hmm. even go. Wait, I I don't think it'll be movie. great. Like I don't think it'll be a great movie. I think it'll be a passable movie. Like Shazam one kind of style where it's like, that was cool, but it's forgettable. Yeah. I think like the character though, as long as like the actor does a good job with the character, I think it'll be, that'll be all you need. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these NBA highlights are cool. Yeah. Halfway through listeners. You switch from NFL to NBA. Yeah. Um, just like the, I think it's just the playoffs. Yeah. But then we got uh, some new set photos for Deadpool 3. They released, uh, vir- they went viral. Uh, you see Hugh Jackman donning the iconic throwback vintage Wolver- Wolverine costume, mm-hmm. which that was sick. That, that looks, looks great. Sweet. Yeah, it looks great, dude. I'm, I'm so happy that they're doing that for that movie. Um, we also got confirmation Jennifer Gardner is going to be returning as Electra. After like twenty years, yeah. I I I just wish I really don't care about that Electra and Daredevil that much, mm-hmm. but I just wish they wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, unless she has like a large part in the movie, and it's hard to and like you have to promote it with her. Yeah, exactly. But like if it's not, then I would just don't. I'm tired of these blockbusters just saying, "Yo, this this is in the movie." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. talked about before, like Patrick yeah, like Stewart. Do- yeah, like with uh. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's a big well, one. Like, like, if he wasn't in that trailer for Doctor Strange, that moment would have popped so much more. Yeah, it would have been such a better movie. 
Because then we knew about the Illuminati and we just assumed like John Krasinski is Reed Richards. Yeah. Was a possibility. Like yeah, everybody started fan casting their Illuminati at that point. Like we knew uh, Haley Atwell was going to be Peggy Carter in there. Mm-hmm. Like we knew that was happening. I, I wish you just wanted – I wish trailers just wanted to do it and I wish people would just stop saying, hey, this is going to happen. Like even with Mandalorian – I wish, yeah. they, I wish they were like, hey, Ahsoka's going to be in this new season. Yeah, like, don't do that. Don't yeah. tell me. Or this happens, or this mm. happens, or this person. Like, Ahsoka, like, hey, Sabine Red and Thrawn's going to be in this. Yeah. Like, wait for stop. the. <laughs> and then, first episode, if it was like a big, like, reveal of this, mm-hmm. it'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was funny, though. Somebody, like, because in the comics, Wolverine's like 5'3. Mm-hmm. So they, like, did a bad Photoshop job of shrinking Hugh Jackman next to Deadpool. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, Superman Legacy also announced some new castings. Uh, of course, they got Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner. So Nathan Fillion, you know, his boy's James Gunn. So he's going to be in this movie as Guy Gardner, the Green Lantern. That's cool. Um, I think it's a good move because he's definitely not going to be like the reoccurring Green Lantern. I think he's just going to show up and then we maybe get like a tease for Jon Stewart or Hal Gordon. Is it Hal Jordan? Hal Jordan. Yeah. Or Jon Stewart. Or John Stewart, I think John Stewart would be the better play. I think. Well, I feel like he, he never he's never really used. Is Hal Jordan with the Ryan Reynolds one, right? Yeah, he was. The, yeah, that yeah, Ryan Reynolds was Hal Jordan. Um, we also got Isabella Merced as Hawk Girl. Ay ay ay! She's a smoke. Yeah, she's a smoke. I'm a big Hawk Girl fan now. Um, and then Eddie Gathigi, Gathigi as Mister Terrific. Never heard of him. But I'm sure with James Gunn, that's like a perfect James Gunn kind of character to throw into a movie. I vaguely recognize him. Why do I recognize him? Yeah, he was. Uh, he he's was. An X- he's an X Men First Class. Yeah, he was Darwin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sick. So yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, it, it looks good. It looks good on paper right now for the Superman Legacy movie. He's in Twilight. Oh, he was. He's the right, Dreads yeah. dude in Twilight. Oh damn. Um, but that's all I have for movies. Oh, there's one more thing. The uh, you big Twilight guy. No, I only saw the first movie, and I think I like, I think I like forgot a lot of it. I don't know. I probably wasn't paying attention. Um, I saw the one where they, the, the movie just opens up with them banging heavy and breaking the bed. Well, I thought about maybe watching it whenever the like the final movies were coming out, but then I saw the CGI baby, and I was like, no, I'm not watching this. <laughs> but the actors officially went on strike. The Screen Actors Guild. They officially went on strike, joining the writers. It's the first time since 1960 that both the Writers Guild and the Actors Guild are on strike together. It's crazy. This could be this could be a big issue for Hollywood, and I hope it leads to better movies being made. I hope. I feel like it's gonna make it's gonna lead to less movies being made in general. Well, yeah, for now, until they like. Rectify well, I'm, the I'm thinking even after because it's just gonna be like here the payroll more, so the studios are probably gonna be yeah less more hesitant to just greenlight any movie that come, comes across their desk. Well, it's probably gonna start could be a better because like all these movies are coming out and they're doing okay the first weekend and then just flopping hard. Mm-hmm. Like all like the Flash, like Indy, big loss, which Indy. both which both have like good audience scores. Mm-hmm. They just are yeah. losing money because yeah, no yeah. one's seeing it because you're not wowing people anymore at the blockbuster. It's all just like it's not worth the time, the investment. You know, yeah. it's just not worth like going for a two hour movie to just be like, oh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no wow factor anymore in Hollywood, and that's what's killing them. But like, there's gonna be movies that like fix this up. Like I think Oppenheimer is gonna do that. I think the both Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer and Barbie are yeah, going to be Yeah, I think that's going to be bigger. Um, 
I think uh, the Napoleon movie, when that drops in November, that's going to be a bigger mm-hmm. one. So I think I think there will be some flashes in the pan, but it's just going to be a general like shit show for Hollywood. Like, this is summer blockbuster. This should be their time, and they're just flopping. Hard. And I think oh, I think Mission Impossible is going to save it too. I think that's that's going to be a good one too. That's when oh week. yeah, it's coming out like Wednesday. Is it? It's coming out like a day or two before Oppenheimer Barbie, so you can go see. Maybe that. maybe my first thing on unemployment will be watching the. New, All Mission, the Mission Impossible movies that I haven't seen yet, and then just going to see the new. One. So I never, ever, ever had any desire to watch them. Yeah. But then the last two, including this one, mm-hmm. I've heard is just insane. Yeah, it is. Like, 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 yeah. uh, Ghost Protocol. Yeah. I think this one's Dead Reckoning, and there's one more uh, Fallout. Fallout and Rogue Nation. Oh, I thought that was a go- I said Ghost Nation. It's Rogue Nation. Yeah. 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 But those three, no, those Ghost, two. Ghost Protocol is that is Ghost James Protocol? Bond? No, not Spectre. Is it Jason Bourne? Maybe. Or maybe they're all. No, I think Mission Impossible goes... I think Mission Impossible goes one, then Mission Impossible all two, then... Then three. Then, then it starts getting the names. Then it gets into the names, yeah. I don't think there's an MI4, official, like, official title MI4. Mm-hmm. I think it goes Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout, and then yeah, this. It's Ghost Protocol. And then what? Um... Fallout, Fallout. Okay, that was that the one with uh, Henry Cavill's yeah. fake mustache. Um, the whole fake mustache controversy. I think so. that's twenty eighteen, probably. <laughs> that was hilarious. He did that movie. They had the reshoots for the because uh, uh, Josh Whedon's stinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they had the CGI. Right, so it's Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Two, Mission Impossible Three, mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Four, Ghost Protocol, Five, Rogue Nation, Six, Fallout. Okay. Yeah. Seven Dead Reckoning. De- and this is Dead Reckoning. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. So I, I, I might check that out. I also heard uh, what's it called? The villain. I mean, the villains are Haley Atwell and uh, Mantis Palm. Whatever. Wait, Haley Atwell's a villain. It's Haley Atwell's the main. Haley Atwell's the main villain. Oh fuck. And like I said, the and uh, no, Mantis. Oh, Mantis is like new to this that's, movie, but that's a she works with Haley Atwell. That's a spoiler. Why? She's in like the first movies too. Maybe she's not a villain then. She's in. I know she's because because it. it wouldn't be a villain though for all of them. I, yeah, I, thought, I always yeah. thought she was a villain, but maybe so, not. So you learn this. Uh, okay, well, you are you already know she's in the newer movies, right? Yeah, I know she's in. The so next she's one. in the first movie, and I think if, at some point she is a, allegedly dead for a few of the movies, and then she comes back. Or so she probably comes back as a villain. <laughs> I don't know. That's like some Fast and Furious type bullshit, though. Maybe she's not because all the pictures are her and like Tom Cruise like together. Yeah, because they're they're like a married couple, like in the movie. That's like his girl. That's his love interest. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, think, I think I just got okay. bad information. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Because I was like, "Fuck, she's a villain." Because <laughs> like I was like, "What's gonna happen?" Um, all right, taking over TV. Uh, first up, the new episode of Secret Invasion, episode four. Yeah, just to confirm it's not. It's it's um, she's just Palm, whatever his character's name is, Paris. She's a villain. Okay, okay. Uh, but Secret Invasion, episode four. Both got a chance to watch it. I watched it right before we I came here to record. Um, so you were right. Millie Clark is alive. Yeah. Did like a whole Jon Snow thing where she was like, you think she's dead. And That's exactly oh, what I thought. Like wakes happen. up real quick. Um, 
So that, that I mean, that was I kind of expected that too because you were saying that as well. Um, and then they went to the flashback, sh- explaining why she was alive, showing you all that, doing the machine. Like, a mm-hmm. um, lot of Nick Fury and his wife, the Skrull wife, Priscilla. Yeah, Priscilla. Um, starts off with like the flashback at the during the time of the Avengers, where you know they're kind of like meeting with each other, and she can't really like express the emotion of love. Mm-hmm. So she uses like poetry to do it, and that was kind of like interesting. Uh, the de aging for Nick Fury is kind of weird, but it was passable. Uh, it's very passable. It was passable. It was very weird though seeing it. <laughs> um, I think it was just more weird because we were seeing him older like two minutes ago, and then it's like, oh yeah, here's young Nick Fury. Um, but then is the, then you see like her going to the church to meet up with uh, Don Cheadle War Machine. And you get that whole dialogue with each other where it seemed like she was like, what, trying to, so she was like a spy for him, right? Like she was just spying on Don Cheadle for Nick Fury. No. Or Nick Fury bugged her. Nick Fury bugged her. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty, it's It's kind of a confusing fucking show. (laughs) It seemed like Nick Fury bugged her because, yeah, she wasn't on Team Fury until they, we're in the kitchen later. Yeah, until they had the Hanshock Greedo moment. Yeah. But they both missed. Oh, yeah. That's that's when she... I, I like she, that line. Oh, so this, this doesn't mean we're getting a divorce or renewing our vows. Yeah, that's that a good, good line. line. I like that. This, I just like that scene. I like that whole... How mm-hmm. everything went down. Yeah. Where even before that, he was like saying like the biggest mistakes in my life. Yeah, yeah. And one of them were you. Go ahead, kill me. And then they don't. Then they're like the team now. Mm-hmm. And then we have like Fury... Uh, Planning a bug on War Machine's Skrull character. Yeah, it makes him drink the track. And the yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's very bad at playing War Machine. Like, the Skrull. Like, in the universe. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Not like Don Shields doing anything bad. He's doing great with the role. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's not he, acting he's, like It's himself. very believable that he's not acting like himself. Yeah, he's not acting himself, so that's yeah. really good by yeah. him. Yeah, he's being, like, quick and witty and, like, a smart-ass kind of. But uh, then we get the official reveal that... Don Cheadle's character is a scrawl in this show. Um, Which I also mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. You did. You called it. Um, so, yeah, it all it, it's all starting to pan out, like, pretty well for me. Like, I'm starting to enjoy it a little bit more. Uh, then we have the whole sequence with the uh, assassination attempt on the president. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, like, it's kind of funny because Don Cheadle's just sitting there as a scrawl, and people are probably like, Dude, War Machine, like, can you, like, suit up, bud? Mm-hmm. Like, can you help us out? Yeah, like, no, I, like, we're you dying think, here. You think you just have his, his, his suit? Because it's not him. That's why he doesn't have yeah, his suit. Yeah, exactly. Um, he should. But it's kind of, like, makes sense, though, because he kind of, like, retired from it in a way after his injury. Like, yeah. he just had the mechanical kind of legs, like, to help as the bracers. Too, I guess. So it's, like, a good transition into the scroll. Like, it kind of have the scroll out. Um, and then we get the reveal of... Uh, what was it? Garrick's Gavik's garlic garlic. No, it's Gavik. His new powers. He has like uh, group powers now too. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that was a cool reveal. And then the whole sequence, the CGI and effects of him getting like half of his face shot off and then like remorphing it. That was a good scene with his extremis. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, it's grown on me. Mainly, like, mainly cause then Talos. Yeah. Talos died. I think he's actually dead. Yeah, I think he's actually dead, too. Yeah. They're not going to do that two weeks in a row. Daughter than father. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, I think Talos is actually. Dead. Yeah, because they had the whole flashback of them talking on the bench, too. Yeah, but Men- we said you said it in the uh, previous episodes, but like Ben Mendelsohn's like not doing good in this role. So, like, <laughs> He's not. Yeah, it's a good time. I don't, know if, it's, I don't know if it's the writing or the acting, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's Talos something. has been so bad. Yeah, it's it's just been tough to watch. And yeah. I, the effects, though, of him, like once he got shot for the first time and he was like half transforming into the scroll and half yeah. not, that was cool. I like that. That's really Like sweet. the effects are doing well, this show. Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess we have to wait till the end to judge it. But the way it's shaping up, I think it's going to be above average for me. I think so, too. I think Moon Knight and Loki are still the one, too. I think I think it's going to be above average at this pace. Yeah. But it still has a chance of being great. It does. It does. And I think we're going to get a scrawl Nick Fury at some point soon. I think that's coming. Mm-hmm. Like, in a, like, something where, like, it's been Nick Fury. Like, it's been the scrawl Nick Fury the whole time. There's two Nick Kind of like behind the I, scenes. Didn't I say that last week too? Yeah, I think you did. There's to be two Nick Furies. Mm-hmm. One when he's wearing the glasses, one when he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd be cool like if it like played into the show more too. Like, yeah, earlier in the show, that wasn't Nick Fury. That was yeah. the Skrull. Um, I don't know. I, I just kind of like this story. I like this story and this concept. I just wish it was on a bigger scale than what it is yeah, now. Yeah, there's one movie he said... I'd like it a lot better. Yeah, if it was like a two-part movie. It would have been a good, like, Avengers-scale event. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think they could have done that. I was surprised when this first got announced, like, as a TV show. This would be a really good, like, not Thunderbolts, but Thunderbolts like movie where just mm-hmm. a few Avengers are part of it. Too, yeah. Not just Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, throw in Sam. Yeah, yeah. Like, get all the B-list heroes. Make this setup for New World Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, true. That could easily make well. that setup, but you still can't get like Winter Soldier. Up. Maybe bring back Scarlet, uh, Black Widow, Sharon, Sharon Carter, Sharon throw, Carter. Throw, throw her, her in there. there too. Yeah, you can get some like all like the, all like the uh, special forces kind of characters. Hawkeye. Yeah, I was gonna say he he goes back to after this whole thing. He goes back to uh, Clint's house in the in the farm. Oh, looking for him. Like, yeah, need your help. Uh, you're the only one people I can trust anymore. Mm-hmm. And Tim, and then you have Laura being the what's her name, Mockingbird or whatever her name is. Yeah, that'd be cool too. See her, see her mm-hmm. do some spy shit. Yeah, it'd be a great way to do this show. But oh well. And then it says it's gonna be Nick Fury and his wife yeah. we just met. But anything else from Amelia uh, Clark from episode four? It's good. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, next I'm, up, I'm a, lot, I'm a lot more higher on it now than I was. Uh, after episode one, yeah, it, it's been progressively like building as we've gone through these episodes, so that's always good. Um, next thing I had was we got the fine. I think it's the final trailer for Ahsoka. Um, is, I think. Yeah, so we finally got a look at Grand Admiral Thrawn's face. Looks good to me. Looks good. Looks exactly like the comics. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to do it. Um, I mean, it, this is gonna be a sick show, man. I'm excited. I, I don't want to say tear it up because that's really fucking lame. Mm-hmm. But I had the smile, like joy feeling mm-hmm. when I was watching this trailer because I, I think it's gonna be so sweet. Yeah, and it just—it's just someone already said it this way, but it's just season five of Rebels, mm-hmm. and I love Rebels. Yeah, Filoni said that. 
Oh yeah, there yeah, we go. He said this is yeah. gonna be season five. I couldn't of remember who if it was him or if it was Favre or if it was whoever. Yeah, this is just season five of Rebels, and you really can see that from the trailer. There's a lot more Sabine in this trailer mm-hmm. yeah. than the first one. Not a lot of Ahsoka, surprisingly. Yeah, she's kind of like a journeyman in this trailer in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you just see her kind of going to each of the characters mm-hmm. and interacting with them. And then those uh, orange bladed fucks look sweet too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Balin something. Balin. Yeah, the vi- the villains look like they're gonna be sick. It seems like you're gonna see. I feel like it's gonna start out well, with. It them. seems like they're like anti hero villains. Maybe it seems like Thrawn's gonna be a villain, but these guys are also doing their own thing. That's gonna be like, fuck that guy, but fuck you guys too. Maybe that's a vibe I'm getting. I don't know for sure. I feel like it's gonna open up with that whole like weird, um, hologram looking room. And it seems like they're gonna they're gonna bring back Thrawn and Ezra that way. Oh, the uh, world between worlds. Mm-hmm. Shit? Yeah, like they're gonna use that to connect to the world between worlds to bring him back, and then that's gonna like start Thrawn on his rampage. And then you're gonna see Ahsoka either feel it in the Force, get wind of it somehow, and she starts getting the band back together. I mean, I feel like that's gonna how I feel like that's how it's gonna play out. Be interesting, and I, I think essentially it's going to be an Ezra Bridger rescue mission yeah. at its core. Which that's where the season four of Rebels left because they're going to hear the Thrawn's back, so they're going to be like, "Oh shit!" So Ezra's back too. What's going on there? And they're going to have to infiltrate some Sith or Imperial place or Inquisitor fortress. Exegol. Yeah, to end it all. Exegol. Oh, I, ooh, was that Exegol where that hologram was? No, but. It could have looked like it a little bit. It seemed like it. I don't know. I was just saying because Exegol is where they all Mm -hmm. fled to Mm -hmm. after the fall of the Empire. I'm excited, though. I'm excited. I can't wait. It's going to be two episodes dropping on August 23rd. Huge. But that's all I have for TV. Uh, it's not new stuff, but I've been watching Community again ever since we talked about Community news. Yeah, I, I've had some clips pop up for mm-hmm. me too. Probably because we talk about it in the pod and then I go home. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it's kind of funny in that regard. Uh, then uh, I haven't watched. It's always funny the last two episodes because one just came out tonight. Mm-hmm. It was the one before had Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul in it. And it was awesome. Really? It was awesome. Okay. It was, it, it, I highly recommend that episode. Yeah. Uh. It's That's like cool. Those two are on a tour for like promoting their new tequila they have together. It's like, hey, come see the Breaking <laughs> Bad guys, and then Dennis and Matt. Oh, so they're like playing. Like they're, they're playing themselves. That's awesome. On a I like tour, that. and they keep saying, "Yo, uh, like, like, so they're in Philly for like a meet and greet because mm-hmm. they're promoting their new tequila." Yeah, and they keep referring to the two as uh, Malcolm and his dad. Oh, because uh, Brian Cranston's from Malcolm the Middle's dad. Mm-hmm. So he keeps saying, and they keep thinking Aaron Paul's uh, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> um, but they go to them to try to pitch a business idea. Okay. Okay. That's the whole premise. I like it. But they keep referring to him as Malcolm and his dad. Yeah, just keep me posted when that season's over. I'll binge it. Yeah. I mean, it's probably pretty close. Yeah. Because the first like week, they did like two episodes. Gotcha. So gotcha. they're probably on episode like six. They're usually, right what, ten a season kind yeah. of to so style? There's probably like yeah. four left. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, with that, then let's take it over to music. I had one jam this week outside of the Taylor Swift album. Um so I guess we'll talk Taylor Swift album first. Speak now my, Taylor's version. I said my vote for Jam Weeks on that one. On that one? On that album. Okay, what do you got? Uh I can see you. 
Yeah. That's a banger of a song. From the yeah, vault. that is a banger. From the Vault, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the From the Vaults are very good on this album. Uh, Electric Touch didn't hit the same that I thought it would, but it was still passable for me. Um, was Castle Crumb? That was with Paramore. The Paramore girl, Haley Williams. Mm-hmm. That was okay. That's all right. Um, but yeah, all, all like the renditions of her past songs were great as well, like in the new style. I liked it. We're going to start getting into like the newer like reputations next, I think. Yeah, uh, reputations, I think. Or yeah. 1989's next, one of the two. I think I saw. Uh, it might be 1989. She, she didn't announce it yet. But people were like breaking down little things from here and this. And this yeah, because they had a video of something, and she's going across a bridge, and it says 1989 on the bridge. Um, that's karma video, isn't it? Because the video I'm seeing referring to, is, yeah, it was a karma video where yeah. they were like breaking down what's next. Mm-hmm. And I know reputation's coming up because it's her with her hair slicked back. Yeah, she gets before. in the car, a getaway car. Yeah, and that's the song on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, so outside of the Taylor Swift songs, though, I did have one more song to uh, add to the list, and it was Think Fast, Dominic Fike, and Weezer. I like that one, too. But your jam of the week, though, I can see Taylor's version from The Vault. Yeah. Did you see a video? No, I didn't. Uh, I just listened to the songs. It's, what's it called? Uh, Taylor Lautner's in it. Uh, they have all the Taylors. Or and, no, so it's like a whole rescue mission to find Taylor in some like, weird vault uh-huh. of like, Taylor-obsessed people. People breaking her out is the two girls from the main music video and uh, Taylor Lautner. And it's like they're like working together. It's like some spy shit. Okay. It's, it's pretty sweet because then they get this one room where it's a lot of like references in it. Like one point they get in a fight with someone and the one little girl uses the banjo from the main music video to hit some guy off the head with. Then you see all of her outfits from other videos in the background and cases. It's pretty cool. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I did see a funny picture. So. <laughs> Have you seen, like, the video where it's, like, Taylor Swift, like, describing, like, her, like, kind of introing her next songs? It's just yeah. so kind of cringe in a way. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. What's the word? Yeah, fearless. And yeah. it's like, ba na 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 I was afraid. I, I used to be too afraid, afraid to do that. Like, she'll, like, emphasize yeah. the word. But now I'm not. You can say, I guess I'm fearless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so funny. But There's like, this one video that I saw that of like someone making fun of it that's like two million likes. Yeah. I saw it a while ago and I sent it to Chelsea and it continues the same video keeps making the rounds. I keep seeing it because mm-hmm. it's just it's it's just blown up. It's yeah. awesome. It's funny. She's like, I last week I forgot to take a shower, and this this week I did. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm clean. <laughs> <laughs> the song starts. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for uh, your jams of the week. You can check that out on the spot. Spotify playlist talking dirty jams as well as the podcast there and on Apple Podcasts. Ryan, how about a word from our closing statements? Yeah, uh, go on uh, at on Instagram at Dirty J Sports. Go on the Twitter at Dirty J Sports. Check out the playlist, like guys said. Um, keep supporting the pod. Keep telling everybody. Definitely vote every Saturday on our top fives. Yeah, for sure. So please don't forget to do that. Join the popular votes. Join the popular votes. Yeah, we need some. We need some. Uh, numbers on those um and then two chains line of the week i ain't talking nike when i'm talking about a chain i like that it's short sweet to the point yeah Good. i wasn't gonna do the rhyme because that just that that's that just wrong mm-hmm. all right we'll see you guys peace out in case you couldn't tell
I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time. I know I'm out of line, but I know that it gets better. Come on, show me a sign as we're dancing here in the perfect silent weather. Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat. Only then will you know what I mean. Baby, you're messing up my phrasing. It's questions that you're raising. Just know you really drive me fucking crazy. And even though I like your state of mind, right, girl? Wrong time. Baby, you could have been my lady. Making me all hazy. Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Time.